0: chapter 4 John chapter 4 verse 43 it says this at the end of two days Jesus went on to Galilee he himself had said that a prophet is not honored in his own hometown yet the galileans welcomed him for they had been in Jerusalem at the passover celebration and had seen everything he did there verse 46 as he traveled through Galilee he came to Cana where he had turned the water into wine you guys remember that week Jesus turned water. One person. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, He turned water into wine. There was a government official in nearby Capernaum whose son was very sick. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged Jesus to come to Capernaum to heal his son who was about to die. Who was about to die. This morning, I want to talk to you our last week of our series of Favor and Fear. I want to talk to you about how to carry favor, how to carry favor. Let's pray and then we'll jump in. Father, we thank you for today. God, we thank you uh, just for this time that we have to be here, uh, a building, a place to come together, God, and we just thank you for that. Father, I pray that with this last message, uh, God, that it would produce a harvest, it would produce some fruit, God, but we know, according to your word, uh, that your word is only as good as the heart that it falls on, and so, God, we pray right now that you would just prepare our hearts to receive your word, Lord, we love you. We thank you. We want to leave here changed. We want to leave here different, but not for our own benefit, but so that we can change the world around us. God, we love you so much. In Jesus' name, Come on, everyone said amen. 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 Hey, this morning I want to talk to you about babies. Specifically, I want to talk to you about how babies are made. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, no, we're not going to do that. That's weird. Um, but I, I do want to talk to you about babies um, because uh, I have three babies, or I have three kids. They were all babies at one point. And uh, thank you, John, for that. Um, they were all babies at, at one point or another. And I got to tell you, as a dad to my own kids, I, I loved carrying my little babies when they were so, like, they were like that big. It's like, I, just, I loved holding them, okay? But it's crazy because I'm not too comfortable at carrying other people's babies. For instance, my sister and her husband, they just had a baby. Uh, my nephew, and he's just like this cute little baby. And uh, I held him once when he was first born. And then after that, I was like, he's too fragile. Like, I don't want to hold him. Like, I love you, baby, but I, I don't want to hold you. Because here's the deal. Like, you can drop your own baby, right? And you, I mean, you can't drop your own baby. But like, if you drop your own baby, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I forgive myself, right? You drop someone else's baby? lawsuit right like so so I, I i'm like i'm like i don't i'm not comfortable with holding yeah. your baby but you know what i am comfortable at i'm comfortable at judging people that are comfortable at holding that baby because they're holding that baby and i'm like hey you need to cradle that head more i'm like hey that's a loose grip tight the grip man you're gonna drop it Like I am I'm 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 watching people hold my nephew and I'm correcting them. Cuz I'm like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're holding the baby wrong. Like let's be honest, some people shouldn't be holding babies. Right? right? Like you got you got some people that they got like that hit that yeah. That, oh. Some people <laughs> Let's go. No, but see <laughs> That actually was not part of the illustration, but it worked out, so thank you, God. Um, some people just shouldn't, like, hold the baby. Like, some people, like, like the whole babies like this, on the hip, right? They're like that. So, like, you can't hold a baby like this, right? Like, you're walking and talking, and mama's, like, holding the baby like this. You're like, listen up, Karen. I'm just joking. Like, you... <laughs> That was too far that was too far I apologize Like you you have to you, like you can't just carry a baby any way you want to carry the baby. because here's what I, I've discovered is that um, not all holds are created equally that that there are some like how I carry my baby or a baby can determine that baby's lifespan how i carry a baby can determine its quality of life how i carry a baby matters i can't just carry a baby however i feel like carrying a baby i got to carry it the correct way now here's why i'm telling you this because i think the same is true with favor i think when it comes to favor There is a way that you carry favor to prolong that moment in time. You can't just carry favor however you, like, let me say it this way. There is a wrong way to carry favor. There's a wrong way to carry favor. Like, you you don't carry favor with arrogance. You you don't carry favor with pride. Like, you don't carry favor thinking like, hey, I'm experiencing experiencing this, excuse me, uh, because I deserve it or because I earned it or because I worked hard enough for it. Like if I carry favor the wrong way, it has the ability to quench what God is doing. And so this morning, what I want us to do in the next moments together is I want us to look at how should we carry favor. Now, if you are just joining us today and you or, or just, you weren't part of week one or peak, week two, a uh, quick recap is that favor, we define favor not as a result, but as, res, uh, excuse me, we define favor not as a result, but a person. And his name is Jesus. And so the moment that I uh, make Jesus the Lord or the boss of my life is the moment I step into, I activate the favor that God has for my life. That I don't just walk in favor, but because Jesus lives in me, I walk with favor. That was week one. Week two, last week, we talked about because when there, when you have favor, when you experience favor, uh, there's a tangible expression of favor, and then there's a faith statement of favor. So uh, we all love the tangible favor of God. <clears throat> we love when when we experience something that like we know. It's all God. That job that you were way underqualified for that you got. That house that you were way underqualified for, but God opened that door. Like we all love that tangible favor, but sometimes favor is a faith statement in that we don't really see it, but just because we don't see it doesn't mean that it's not, the favor is not there. And so last week we looked at how do we, um, how do we celebrate someone else's success? How do we celebrate someone else when they're experiencing the tangible favor of God, but I currently am uh, am encountering or the uh, the tang or excuse me the faith statement when I don't see it? How do I respond? And 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 so this week we're looking at how do we carry favor so that it can just we can we can uh, fan the flame. Uh, I think that's the right terminology. You got to fact check me and then email me later, but. I believe that's what it's called. Um, So so this morning, how do I carry favor? Because I can carry favor the wrong way, or I can carry favor the right way. And I want to carry favor the right way. I don't want to be that person walking down Target, people looking at me because I'm carrying favor the wrong way, and they're like, what kind of father is he? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) What kind of mama is he? I want to carry favor the right way because I want to steward it so I can just walk with it for all that God has for it. And so so we're going to, in order to do that, we're going to be looking at the text that we read in John chapter 4. And uh, so we're just going to recap in, in this text. And so we get a glimpse into uh, how to carry, how we steward, favor. So we're going to start at verse 48, and then we're just going to pull out some some uh, little tidbits, and then we'll be on our way. So verse 48, Jesus asks. So Jesus asked the father, will you never believe in me unless you see miraculous signs and wonders? The official pleaded, Lord, please come now before my little one dies. So here's what's taking place. Uh, This dad, he heard that Jesus is coming back to town, that Jesus is coming home. And so he he makes this, this, this hike from... Capernaum to Canaan, which is about 20, 25 miles. So he's invested into this trip. And his little boy is about to die, but he hears about this miracle worker person named Jesus. And so he travels all this way to to meet Jesus and, and, and to see if Jesus can help him out. And, and the dad, he, he he meets Jesus and his dad, and the dad is like, Jesus, will you come heal my son? He's dying. In fact, if you're a father or a mother, like you can understand his his plead of, of, of wanting a miracle to take place. He's like, Jesus, please, like, my son's about to die. Will you come and heal him? Will you come? And pray for him. And Jesus, this is crazy. Jesus' response is a bit sassy. It's a bit sassy. Because Jesus says this. He says, do I have to do a miracle in order for you to believe? I mean, hello, Jesus. A little spunk over there. (laughs) Jesus, my son is dying. And Jesus is like, do I have to do a miracle in order for you to believe? Who I am. So let's back up a little bit because we have to understand where this little uh, frustration or irritation or feistiness that Jesus is, 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 um, is, is expressing where it comes from. Remember, we read at the very beginning, he said, there is no honor for a prophet in his hometown. He's in his hometown. And he's like, there is no prophet for an, there is no honor for a prophet in his hometown. And then you keep reading the text. And it says that when Jesus and his disciples arrived to his hometown, that the town was excited. They welcomed him. And then it says that they welcomed him because they remembered that he was the one that did the miracle at the wedding. He was the one. So... So Jesus is like, hey, there is no honor for a prophet in their hometown. They get to his hometown. They're like, whoa, Jesus, you're here. But notice their heart motive. They weren't happy. They weren't celebrating because Jesus, the person, was there. They were celebrating because of what he did. Friends, there is a difference between pursuing Jesus for who he is or for what you want him to do. And so Jesus... He's, he's a he's a bit perturbed i think because he gets there and the people they want him there but they want him there because he's a friend with benefits like they, they want him there but but because they know what he's capable of doing and so all of a sudden this daddy comes and he's like he has a he's like my son's about to die like i need your help Jesus and at this point Jesus he almost seems like he's He's, he's a little irritated, agitated, because he's like, Will you only believe if I do a miracle? And if I'm the dad, I'm like, Oh man, I just got rejected by, the, by, by Jesus. Like, if I'm that dad, I'm like, Wow that stinks he just rejected me if I'm that dad I'm like well there goes my hope there there goes there there goes my plan a b c d all the way through z the dad he does something that i think is amazing the dad he the the text says that we read it's not up there but the text the text says that when jesus is like uh when he says do i have to do a miracle in order for you to believe it says verse 49 the official pleaded lord please come now before my little one dies Think about that. Jesus, he's saying, excuse me, the, the the Jesus says, like, you you can't, like, do I have to do a miracle in order for you to believe? Rejection, straight up rejection. Straight up. And yet the dad didn't put his head down, didn't walk away, wasn't defeated. The text says, Jesus responded, then the dad pleaded. Please heal my son. Listen, if I'm going to learn to carry favor, I have to understand that I carry favor with persistency. I carry favor with this burden to keep moving to not stopping because of what I'm faced with. I have to be persistent. I have to be persistent. Favor doesn't allow me to quit. Favor requires me to keep pushing forward. When I walk with favor and I carry favor, I'm carrying it with the sense and the idea that I am going to be persistent No matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to be persistent. This is what he's modeling for us in this moment. I'm, I'm carrying favor with persistence. Verse 50, then Jesus told him, go home, your son will live. And the man believed what Jesus said, and he started home. The man believed that Jesus, what Jesus said, and he started home. So, the dad, Jesus, my son's dying. Jesus, is like, do I have to do a miracle in order for you to believe? Okay, I don't know what that means, Jesus, but will you come heal my son? He's persistent. And then Jesus says this. He says, "Go home, and your son will live." Hmm. Go home and then your son will live. Go home, and your son will live. Go home, and your son will live. If I'm the dad, once again, I'm like, wait a second, Jesus, that's not really how it works. <laughs> I'm not I didn't come here for a souvenir to take and to bring back to my son. I need you to come with me right now. But once again, the text says that the father, when Jesus said, go home, your son will live, the text says, scripture says, that the dad believed, but he didn't just believe. He believed and he headed home, which tells me That I can believe in something, but if I don't take action with it, there's no point of believing it. I think we are really good as a culture of believing, but never walking. Believing, but never living it out, walking it out. Jesus said, go home, your son will live. The dad Didn't just believe, but he also walked home. He actually was willing to step out and to give it a try. Listen, when I carry favor, I carry favor with confidence. I carry favor with confidence that I'm not just believing, but I'm allowing my faith to turn into action, to turn into motion, to to begin to walk it out. The the dad, he could have just said, no, okay, I believe and just, but are you coming with me, Jesus? I believe, I believe, it's good, it's good, but come on. Jesus, I believe, but I need you to, come on. He'll live, but you need to come, that's how it works. Like, you actually have to. He believed, and he walked. He believed, and he walked. Come on, favor gives me confidence to not just believe, but confidence to walk it out. Confidence to walk out my favor. Confidence to walk out my healing. Confidence to walk out my breakthrough. Confidence to walk, uh, walk out my restoration over my relationships and my marriage. My like favor gives me confidence to not just believe it, but to walk it out. Now here's, because I, 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 I don't want to get any emails, here's what I'm not telling you to do. I'm not telling you to stop your medicine right now. Here's what I'm not telling you to do. I'm not telling you to just go into work tomorrow and then quit your job. Let's start practical. Let's start small first. Let's start with how you're talking. How like the choice of words that you're using. Because a lot of the times, what we're believing for doesn't line up with what we're speaking. And so if I could first learn to, to guard what I'm saying, that, 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 it, it, that begins to shape me to begin to walk it out. I was listening to someone the other day, uh, last Sunday, and uh, someone was like, how you doing? And uh, the person responded, he's like, I'm doing good, but my health is bad. He's like, I'm, I'm, and he just, he started going, this person's just started like, just word vomiting on this, on this person. Now, here's the deal, like, I'm not telling you to be naive. I'm not telling you to pretend like what you're going through is not there. But I am saying we can guard the way we talk. Man, I'm not feeling good, but thank God he's healing my body. My marriage is rough right now, but thank God he's restoring my marriage. My job situation sinks right now, but I thank God he's doing something in my workplace. All right, you see what I'm, you see what we're doing here? Like you could acknowledge what you're going through. But let's let's end it with, but thank God he's doing something like acknowledge what's happening. But let's end that sentence with but I believe God and I thank him that he's doing a breakthrough. He's doing a miracle because when I carry favor, I carry it with confidence, not just to believe, but to walk it out. And so here's what he's doing. Uh, We get to verse 51 and the keys can come up because I'm done. Almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I, I realize that when preachers say that they're done, that means nothing. Okay? So uh, cancel your, uh, your uh, online order for food. <laughs> Verse 51. So again, we're talking about how do we carry favor. You can carry favor the wrong way. You can carry favor the right way. First way that we carry favor is with, is with persistence. Second, Way we carry in favor is with confidence. And we're gonna read verse 51. While well, the man was on his way, some of his servants, the man being the dad, some of the servants met him with the news that his son was alive and well. That's great news. Verse 52. He asked them when the boy had begun to get better, and they replied, Yesterday afternoon at one o'clock, his fever. Suddenly disappeared. Then the father realized that that was the very time. Watch this. That was the very time Jesus had told him, your son will live. The dad, 25 mile journey to Jesus. Jesus, my son is dying. Jesus is like, do I have to do a miracle in order for you to believe? Okay, Jesus, my son is dying. Please come. Then Jesus says, okay, your son is healed, go home. The man believed. He headed home. He began to walk out his miracle. I love that. And so he's walking home. Could you just, let's just take a minute and think about that journey home, that 25-mile trek home. Like, as you're walking, just put it, just, just think of it like the way that you would respond and what would be going through your head as you're walking this 25-mile journey. Like, if I'm walking and I'm thinking, what if my son doesn't get healed? Like, as I'm walking, like, I'm thinking, man, like, what if, what if my son dies when I decided to go on this trip? And I didn't get to spend my last remaining, his, his last remaining moments with him. I'm walking, and he, I'm walking, and I'm thinking, man, like I should have just stayed home. I should have just spent his my last his last minutes on earth with him. But I decided to go talk to this Jesus guy. He didn't even come with me. He he's just he's like, go on your way. He don't want to make the trek with me. Like I'm frustrated. Jesus was frustrated. No, I'm frustrated. Because what if my son dies now? And now I'm walking home. I don't even know. I believe that he's going to be healed, but like, well, I don't know. Come on. Does that sound like anyone? Yeah. Like, I, I think I believe, like I know, I'm pretty sure I believe, like in church, I believed way more than now, outside of church, but like, I believed. and I, I, you know, and he's walking home. He's walking home. He, he doesn't understand. He, he, there is no, besides what Jesus spoke, which Friends, that should be enough. But if we're honest, sometimes it feels like it's not enough. So all he knows is that Jesus said his boy is healed. But up until that moment, all this guy knows is that Jesus can turn water into wine. Healing someone's body seems like a way different tier of cool things to do. Walking. It's like, God, I don't got this wrong. And as he's walking, the text says that his servants were headed towards him. Like as he was walking home, his servants. We're on the way to tell him the great news. Yeah. And he said, the servant said, Sir, your boy, he's healed. He's alive. He's 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 healed, he's not sick anymore. <laughs> and do you know what with the very like when, when the servants come up to him and they're like, he's healed. There's no, there's no, uh, nothing in the text that says that the father was celebrating. It didn't, it didn't say that the servants came and they're like, he's healed. And it didn't say the dad was like, yes. Whoa. What did it say? The very next thing, sir, your son's alive. The very next thing, when did this happen? And they're like, well, it happened at this time. And, and, and the dad was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was the very moment that Jesus told me to walk home because he's healed. He's like, can that, can that be possible? Can that really happen? Here's the great news, is that just because you don't see it, doesn't mean God's not working. Just because you don't see what God is doing in the moment, doesn't mean that God is not doing something behind the scenes. But get this, if I am not patient, I can miss it. Impatience will cause you to misjudge your moment. Impatience will cause you to misjudge your moment. If I don't learn to carry favor with patience, I will always think that if I, if something is not happening now in my timing, when I expect it the way that I expect it, I'm going to be fooled to think that God is not answering. But friends, that could be nothing could be further from the truth. God doesn't operate on your time. He doesn't operate on my time. He doesn't operate on your mama's time. Hello. And so my job is not to be like, Jesus, no, you got to come now. You, you have to, it doesn't, no, don't send me off a blessing. To you. you actually got to come now. That's not my job. My job is not to show Jesus how to do his job. My job is to be patient and to say, all right, if you said he's healed, I believe it and I'm walking it out. I don't understand it, but I'm walking it out. I don't know how you're going to move, but I'm walking it out. That's my job. That's your job. And when I carry favor with patience, Miracles happen. Don't misjudge your moment. Don't misjudge your miracle. He wants to do something. He is doing something. That's why favor in the moment of a faith statement, how we posture ourselves in that moment is so critical. Because just because we don't see it doesn't mean God's not doing it doesn't mean he's not working. Last verse and then we're done. John 4, verse 53. This is the second half of, of verse 53. And he and his entire household believed in Jesus. Amen. He and his entire household believed in Jesus he and his entire household believed in Jesus. Do you know why you have favor? It's not just for you. But it's favor is not just for you, but it's it's something and we talked about this in week 1. Favor is something that should be so compelling. And so drawing to people that are watching you. That are like, man, I want what you have. Oh, you want the car that I have? No, 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 no. There's something more than the car that you have. Oh, that job that I got? No, nah, there's something more than that job that you got. Because I've seen people with dope cars. I've seen people with dope houses, a lot of money. And they're miserable. I'm not saying stuff is not is evil. No, go get yours. But... but there's something more. Like when I step in favor, when I carry favor, when I carry favor everywhere I go, when I carry favor everywhere I go, people should be looking at it and be like, wow, there's something different about that guy. There's something different about that girl. There's something different about that person. Wow, they're look how they're carrying what they have, what is happening in their lives. Come on, favor is not just for you. Favor is for your coworkers. Favor is is for you experiencing favor is for your, your workplace, your neighbors, your family, that person at Target, that person at Costco. Favor, come on, guys. Favor, favor. How we carry favor, how we carry favor, how we steward favor is important. And so this morning, my hope for us is that we would begin to understand that we walk with favor, that I can celebrate someone else's favor, man, and I can steward the favor that I have. I can carry it the right way.